inside this whip. He rained out his burner. Mama looking at me, crying. She asking when they can stop the murder. Till when did they first stop burning? Till there was no more hurdles. Pop green up, no kernels. This lean designer, no Virgil. No Tesla, I'm a mega pilot. They told my homie, so I gotta break a silence. Welcome back, man. It's a hard report. Early Sunday morning, middle of basketball season. Playoffs are going on. A lot of things happen, especially some draft stuff that we're going to get into that towards the end of the pod today. But um, yeah, it's great, man. Thank you. Just right off the top to the supporters. It's been a well over a year we've been doing this now. So shout out to you because without you guys, we wouldn't be able to do it. And um, yeah, but before we get into all the sentimental stuff and all the, the rest of the basketball stuff, let's talk to the boys and see how we've been. Um, Kev, talk to me, man. How you been since you last spoke? I know your boy PG went out there and had a hell of a performance last night. <laughs> I appreciate you saying it so I don't have to still. Um, <laughs> shout out to Adam Silver and the ping pong ball still because we got exactly what we needed. We got put in a very sweet spot where we can't make a mistake. We just take who falls to us and we'll get into that later. But mm-hmm. I'm excited to say the very least. Facts. Chris, talk to me. What are you up to? It's been a long time still since we lasted our pod, since we did it on the Saturday last week. And a lot of mans went home. We I think we I think we did the pod before Katie went for zero points in the in, in the OT stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you know, that's that's you guys' best player in the game still. My <laughs> there's different standards and for my best player in the game, but neither here nor there still. The King's legend grows as he sits up, so that's how it goes. Well, maybe we can get into a little bit of that later on, but let's start with um, the conference finals and just kind of how they've been playing out. So right now, Phoenix currently is sitting at 3-1. and one. They just recently beat the Clippers 84-80 last night. Um, they had good games, right? So DeAndre Ayton went for 19-22. and 22. Booker went for 25 points. Chris Paul did his thing was 18-7. And then the Clips... Paul George, 23.16 rebounds with 25% from the field. And Reggie Jackson shot um, 33% from the field and had 20 points. So I'll, I'll start it off and uh, I'll just say this, right? I said this in the earlier pods. It's time stamped. You guys can go back and listen to it. If Reggie, if we're depending on guys like Reggie Jackson to give us 20 points a night efficiently, you're going to lose. I was watching the game. I wanted to believe that Paul George had it, but he didn't. In the last in the fourth quarter, he was there clanking shots left, right, and center, and it was forcing shots. I've never seen a man miss three shots in a row and demand the ball the next time down the court to take an ill-advised shot. To me, it doesn't make sense. And again, I'm not saying that Paul George doesn't deserve that opportunity to take those type of shots in those moments, but at some point, you got to stop being a dead horse. If you're not hitting the shots, you haven't hit your last four shots. Rotate, spread the ball, do what you got to do, right? I don't know, man. It was just, it was, and again, I don't think Phoenix played a stellar game because they were up and they allowed the, the Clippers to creep back in it. Um, so I think this is more so uh, indictment on, I don't want to say Paul George specifically because, again, he has minimal help, but the Clippers overall, they couldn't get it done. They couldn't come together and, and put up what they need to put up in order to win the game. And there were some bad adjustments on Tyloo's part as well, right? There were some really, really bad adjustments, so I must throw that out there as well. But, Kev, what do you think overall about the series and, and what you saw last night, especially for your boy Paul George? Uh, things, like I expected the Suns to beat this team, but with CP not playing the first two games, I thought it would be um, 
like they'd split the first two games. They didn't. Um, just based on last night, that game sucked, by the way. Like that game was like in terms of actual quality basketball. I think they started off combined two for 20 for the fourth quarter. The Clippers were 0 for 12 on shots that could put them ahead or tie the game in the fourth quarter. Like it's just seventy one for the longest. Like it was, it was a bad game of basketball. Still, like I like. Obviously, I'm gonna get on Paul George and I'm gonna talk shit. But a man like CP couldn't hit anything. The shots that are literally layups for him, he was smoking all night. Booker was terrible, fouled out. Like, but here's the thing, like that I kept saying with these with these Clippers, right? At some point, this two old magic is gonna run out. And you thought, I thought. That when Terrence Mann's starting to get busy in that third quarter, they're kind of looking like the Warriors, like this postseason, where that third quarter, if they're down 20, you know they can erase that and and make it a game. But they didn't have enough. They fought all the way back. But any time it came time to take a lead, they didn't have it. And PG's been shooting terribly the past couple games. Aside from that, he has no help outside of Reggie Jackson. Zubash played well the past two games. But, like, this team's not good, man. This team's not good enough, I'll say. They've done, considering they lost Kawhi, for them to beat the Jazz, I think, is good enough. I think that team can kind of hold their head high on the season that they had, given the circumstances. But it's Suns in five. They're not not making it back to to Los Angeles. It's Suns in five, but, like, it it is – I can't – I can't – I can't um I can't excuse game two. Game two should have been a win. At the very least, you Which should have lost and that was the one when, oh. when, when Oh God. Oh I'm sorry, hold on, hold on. Let me go again. Let me go again. I apologize. Can I take my tape back? I forgot we haven't talked. We thought we talked this game too. Still, nah, Paul George nah, is a fraud. Yeah, still, Paul George is a fraud. <laughs> Paul George is a fraud. Hold on. Game two, that man went buck wild to drag his team to a win. And when it all came down to it, all you had to do is hit two free throws. It's not like he missed those two free throws ten minutes left in the fourth quarter. It's game winning time. You smoked both. You can't smoke both. And then last two. night, at least he was smoking smoke. again. At least, at least, if you're gonna miss, you miss one. You know what I'm saying? You can't miss both of them. Still, missing both of them is, is is crazy. But like, honestly, it's one of those where, like, yes, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna go out there and I'm not gonna put on the cape for that performance, especially because I remember when he was in the bubble and I remember what he did to, to Dame time, what, what he did to Damian Lillard when Damian Lillard missed those two free throws um, when it when he was on his path to making the playoffs. And I remember him and Pat Beverly on over there, Kikin and Ha-Hain on, on, on the sideline. So he's getting no cape from me. But overall, I like the performance that the Clippers are doing. It's nothing but heart that they're playing on. And it's it's one of those where I remember, Kev, you told me that the Clippers aren't good when they had Kawhi. So I wouldn't even want to imagine what they are if you take a guy like that off a team. And they're still out there performing. They're still out there competing. Like They're not getting slapped, ran off the court in none of these games. Like how Atlanta got ran off the court. And yeah. of course, like if you're out here depending on Reggie Jackson when you were supposed to be depending on Kawhi and PG... PG in a secondary role, like obviously you're you're not gonna look good, you know what I'm saying? Like when it when the when the game gets tight, like so I feel like I don't know, bro. Like it's 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 a short story for me. The Clippers are playing on nothing but hearts and guts right now. 
they're very overmatched and it, and and it hasn't really looked like that all the time at, if at all because every single game so far has been relatively close you needed 29 points out of Cameron Payne to beat me in game two you needed me to choke on the free throw line as well game three was a great game we we pulled that out and last night the game was right there on the platter what I will say is Paul George he definitely isn't that that guy he definitely isn't that guy because that guy wins that game last night at home I'll admit that but Overall, I like the performance that they're doing because they're not getting ran off the court. Only thing I'd say is, right, I agree that they're overmatched now, right? But games one and one and two, you are overmatched still. Without Chris Paul, I don't think you're supposed to lose two games. I'll yeah, give you we weren't one. We're supposed to lose game two still. Game one, Booker went crazy. Booker went crazy. It's funny how all of those narratives, Stephen A was going on TV talking about he's the next um, Kobe Bryant. So I'm saying, fam, lazy takes, bro. Lazy <laughs> yeah. takes, fam. But this is the man has like, one game, and now all of a sudden we want to. And now what has he done since? He hasn't yo, done anything since. But this is the thing. It's not just him, right? Like this is what I keep trying to say when I when I talk about these players. Like, mans have good games. Mans have good weeks. Mans have good months, right? You have to look at everything as a whole. Right, we're not taught like as I say this. By no means am I saying Booker is not supremely talented. Right, is he not one of the best young players in this league? But just slow your roll, because it's because he comes out in game. As I said, everyone remembers the first thing and the last thing you did. He comes out in game one and dropped forty. Now he's Kobe Bryant. If he had done that in game three, game four, whatever, they wouldn't even be talking that way. But if he does it in the closeout game, again, we're gonna hear that again. It's just. They just need to relax, though. and I, and I, that goes for everybody because. But I, I, I have no I have no problem with man's bigging up man's playing at their best. Yeah, when it's yeah, time obviously. to play at their best. Like I'm a man that bigs up my man as well. But what I'm saying is, book did it, and I take my hat off. He had a great game because he is a great player. Like he's very good. But he's why, well if we're gonna talk about if we're gonna put hyperboles on that night. I understand that you don't want to put hyperboles on his bad nights, but you at least have to speak on his bad nights as bad nights. You can't just not talk about the bad nights. I haven't heard the man's bad nights. This nigga is out there shooting like 30% since that night. But yo, the to best be player fair, on the team has been eaten. Yeah, his nose fair. is broken, bro, but uh, I don't care. <laughs> no, that matters. Cause he, no, no, I'm talking about your ability to shoot still. Like when the man can't see properly and things, like, like that's obviously a big deal still. Is it affecting his eyesight? Yeah. Or is it just a pain tolerance? Yes. Yes. No, no. Eyesight, it's bro. eyesight. Like, look at his... His nose is mosh up. His nose is slanted, fam. Like, like nah, your his nose, nose is They said his nose vision. is broken in three places, for sure. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So that definitely affects your eyesight. But he... Sh- I'm, I expected him to play better than he has. No lie. But I'm just saying, like, the, there's a direct correlation when Pat Beverly cannonballed into his forehead and and his place and stuff still. Yo, somebody needs to get Pat Beverly a leash, man. That guy is He's a muzzle, man. Different sport, fam. I think it's different, bro. Like when he hit when he when him and Devin Booker exited the game after that, I know he's going to the bench saying I did my job. Smiling. I will say though, when it comes down to a last minute possession, he's nasty still. Because I seen him stop Brian. Yeah. Last night he was out there strapping. Yeah. And in game th- game three, he he was the hero in the at the end of game three. Realistically, before Paul George smoked two layups. <laughs> Sorry, two free throws. He he's smoking layups all series. My apologies. 
Yo, Kevin, you, you're gonna have to. I'm gonna have to document your your PG takes because I feel like you you're on the wagon. You definitely don't like that guy. Eh? No, no, I don't like him. But the thing is, I'm personal. Coming with facts. It's a personal vendetta. Still. It, it has is, to be it is, but it, but but it is personal. But I'm coming with facts. Whenever I'm not coming with facts, stop me, please. <laughs> I hear that still. I hear that. But let's pivot to the other other side of the the conference, uh, or other side of the the ocean. Let's go to the other series, man. We got the Milwaukee Bucks and the Atlanta Hawks. Um, Milwaukee just recently being the Hawks, uh, 125 to 91, uh, leading the series. Well, it's actually tied 1-1 now. So um, second game plays today as we're recording. Sorry, third game plays today as we're recording. So hopefully the Bucks can go up. And I'll be honest, this is going to be a little bit of a long take, but bear with me. If the Hawks don't win another game, this is a really, really successful season for them. Uh, there's a lot of takeaways that they can take from this to say, you know, we have pieces on our roster that could bring us far. Now, what I will say is that Atlanta needs to really be... I said this before. They have to be cautious about how they proceed because there's a lot of guys on their team that look like they're good but aren't necessarily good in and of themselves. And I think that they can get themselves into a lot of trouble if they don't make a, a couple adjustments in the offseason. And also, if they kind of fool themselves into thinking that they are a finals team um, based on this this run that they've had this year. This is the same thing Miami did a couple years ago. Don't fool yourself. Don't fool yourself. Right? I'm not going to say that it was lightning in a bottle because a lot of things played your, played your way and you did it. Trey Young played out of his mind. But don't think that this one chance that you had to go to the Eastern Conference Finals is all of a sudden meaning that you're a perennial finals contender because your roster is not up to par and as for milwaukee um i don't really have much to say game one i think they were just testing the waters to see exactly how they're gonna go about um, no, playing in the series i hate when they i say to, that shit you, you can't lose game one and come out and blow the team out by like 30 yeah you can yeah. You, come you can this is the nba fam it's 1-1 they don't get extra points i for get that, that and that's what i'm saying i think game one they they went in there Man. they weren't ready they they were testing oh, the water that, and now they know I'm, not, that's what i just said you lost me no that's no, what no, i just testing said the water is nonsense <laughs> like magic just giving up one game i hate when they, i'm not, yo, I'm not saying that, that they're giving up one too. game ron feels out the first no he just loses and he comes back better don't, okay don't but what i'm saying is giving up you could still test what i'm saying is right you can go into a game yes they did lose you can go into a game hit around the third quarter and realize, you know what? We might have to just chalk this one up as an L, but you tested the waters. You want to see how they close out quarters. You want to see <laughs> schemes. You want to see plays. Like, you know what I mean? You test the Bro, waters, fam. You're giving, you're talking to these <laughs> minds like they're Steph Curry after four championships. I'm not saying that, but I'm saying sometimes you, you have to learn from your L. Learn from your L. Yeah, but learning from you your tested L the doesn't waters. mean that you tested the okay, waters. Okay, but I'm that saying you you're going to hold the L either you way. Got, you, you got your L, and now you have to realize what are the adjustments to make. You That's all I'm saying. Nothing. You drowned. Fam. You don't test the waters before you realize it's an L. Once you realize it's an L, then you start testing the waters, fam. You, you ease back a little bit, and then oh, so you come out game two and do what you have to do. <laughs> you're actually talking nonsense. Oh, After you lose, you test the waters? No, I'm saying once you realize that the L is inevitable, Right. You start testing the waters and you start reading, fam. You analyze. Wasn't that a close game to the f- up until the fourth? Fam, it yeah. was a close game the entire time. And they just drew away late. Like, they literally just drew away late. What they won the by, like, three points. I don't know what this guy's talking about. What was the score? Let me check. Uh, it was, like, one, yo, 115 in, to 113 or some shit like yeah, that. In the meantime, like, I don't really have any comments on the series so far. Uh, it was a must-win game for the Bucks, and they won. 
And again, like it's basically a brand new series. Actually, no, they're going to Atlanta now, right? Yeah, so Atlanta's up. Yeah, really, so yeah, like Atlanta has yeah. a leg. Yeah, there has a leg right now. So I don't know. We'll see. I think we passed that point with Atlanta, um, as Rob said, like two weeks ago still, where like if their season ends today, they're blessed. So like right now, everything's gravy. Um, the pressure's on the Bucks realistically because it's now or never for those men. And for one, it's now or never to get out the East. Second, like you're never going to be looking at a team that is perceived to be weaker than the Suns, right? I think they're a strong team, but the general consensus is I can also admit that they're nowhere near the regular championship team, right? In terms of perception and how we view their players. So it's it's now or never for them. Like it's you literally have a cha- time to get a championship. And if you don't get another one after that, you're nice. All you need is one realistically for most of these players and most of these teams. So it's now or never Especially for the Hawks. a small market team like the like Yeah, the exactly. And they're trying to justify, obviously, Drew Holiday. They might even feel like they're justified now, but like Drew Holiday and all these guys, like the East will look a lot different next year. We're talking about we expect the Celtics to be better. We expect Nets to be healthy, which is a lot to ask for, but we obviously have to expect it. So it's now or never for those guys. Atlanta has a leg up for me and just in just in terms of the numbers, but like to me it's just like what I will say what that game two did is it sent a clear message to both teams. And it said and it was basically centered around the same thing. Like, fam, like we we are not the same. We are not the same. Like it should not be, you know, it shouldn't be we're making this harder than it has to be. Is to me, if I'm a Bucks player, that's how I'm feeling. I'm feeling like we lost game one, cool, but don't don't get it twisted because we're not the same. And that's the mentality that they should go into. Atlanta shouldn't win another game. If we're serious about winning a championship this year, and that's what I would be telling these guys as a Bucks coach, bro. If I was a Bucks coach, if I was Bud, I'm telling them, fam, if we're serious at, about who we are and about what we're doing, they shouldn't win another game. But yo, Chris... Not to cut you off, but here's here's my problem with that is I don't think but I don't think Coach Bud is in a position to do that because he himself is not helping them. He's not putting them in any better of a position to make that happen. If you see some of the way he's calling the game, some of the rotation, some of the timeouts, some of the stuff he's doing on the court, he's not putting his best foot forward to say that Atlanta can't creep back and win another game. So he can't be the Fair. one vocalizing but that. Listen, I don't even care about him. I'm talking about what I would do if I was a coach because Coach Bud understands win or lose championship or not, I truly believe he will be fired even no, if he no. gets his ring. No, you can't fire him after it. chips, though. That's just bad. No, That's I truly bad believe it. I don't know if it's ever happened, and I feel like this will be the first time it's ever going to happen because Coach Bud, the consensus is out there. The jig is that. That's who the jig is up for, fam. Like, man's do not. Man's no, bro. It's yeah, over for that, man. That doesn't make sense, though, because if you win the ring, what more could I have done? You can't fire him, man, if you couldn't have done more. We'll see. So, <laughs> like, you know what I mean? We'll like, bad rotations or not, he got it done. Fam, it's what the road, the road, the road to the championship. And it's the same thing. Like, it's the same thing that I was saying with the with the Suns for the road to the championship in their case as well. Like, it couldn't have been easier. And that you made it look so incredibly hard. If, if you're telling me that, all right, you handle your business against the Heat, right? You slap them. I'm saying at that point. Nah, the Bucks are serious, fam. I came in thinking that even with a healthy a healthy Nets team, you would still pull it out in seven games. That was your fault, though. That was fam, just you begging. 
that was not just me, fam. It was if you look at just the inside the NBA mats, right? Two of them on that panel picked the Bucks to win in seven. So are you talking about be... the full three mans? No, I'm talking about out of the four, out of the four of them, like Ern- Ernie and Ch- and Charles. No, no, and no. Charles. No, I mean like Harden, Kyrie, and KD healthy. Yeah, when they were all healthy, fam. I'm telling you, there was mans out there that truly believed the Bucks could win. I was even listening to Dunkton around that time, and um, and my my man Nate Duncan picked the Bucks in seven, fam. It, I'm telling you, it wasn't a far fetched idea to feel like they were going to beat the Nets healthy. And all then right. they lose two players, and then that's when we all realize that nah, these guys are these guys would have got wiped. But yo, to be fair though, they were down two zero at that point, right? So like, they they won four out of what five games? Yeah, four out of five. Yeah, so like, like I agree with you. They definitely, if you're gonna tell me that both of these paths were easy, they def the Suns definitely made it look easy, and the Bucks didn't. Right, but. I don't know. I just feel like, but yo, isn't that a if they win a championship? What? How no, am I but... going out there saying that KD's the best player in the world, and then we're also going to turn around and say that it was an easy path to beat him? No, yo, but this is the thing, man. Like, whether or not KD's the best player in the world, his team was absolute ass, right? And it's not the same as going out there having the same team as the regular season, and this is a team that you drag, drag to the playoffs as opposed to Mads dropping out. So now you have to fill in, like. I'm not here like I'm not gonna slander KD. If you're gonna if we're gonna talk about him as a context in the best player of the world, cool, right? But I don't condemn KD for not being able to beat this team on his absolute dolos. Like he went out there, had 49 and 48 or some shit like that in the in in two of the last three games. Like I'm not I'm not rolling with that personally. Uh, but no, I, I hear what you're saying, but my thing is I'm not saying that KD shouldn't necessarily have won it than one. Katie did what he was supposed to do. I'm just saying I don't agree with the narrative of saying that the Bucks had an easier, easy path to the finals when they had to beat the quote unquote best player in the yeah. world. Okay, team or not, relatively easy. What what it was supposed to be, I guess, is 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 probably the best way to put it. Because, like, you can say that about the Suns too, because they played the best player in in the league this year, shit like that. But what it was supposed to be, relative to what we expected, I guess. It's probably the. It's probably. I forgot they played the Lakers. You know, no way, man. Like, no, we're throwing those narratives out. That's not. That's not possible. What? Even if their team is hobbled, they still beat them. Like, we have to. Yo, I personally, I personally think that that was no was a big deal, but because yo, again, I I thought Braun, I I look at Braun different from KD, where I I've seen Braun drag scrubs before, and I didn't say I expected him to beat the Suns when AD goes down, but. By no means, what was that, game five when they got slapped? I think it was. By no means did Mez expect, like, the Lakers to just roll over. It was a question mark. It was, was Braun going to come out and put an end to this nonsense? Or were the Suns going to roll on them? And the Suns rolled on them. So, I agree with you there. I don't think any of these paths were easy. I think because the Suns made it look easy, right? Like, Mavs are going to move like Denver's ass, but they had the best player in the league this year who played like the best player in the league he played well in the playoffs and they're a decent team and because the suns absolutely rinsed them in four nah fam what nah, not rolling with that so all right fam because you no, no, hold on aaron gordon shot a clean zero percent from deep fam but yo but again <laughs> we can't look at the was performance up from game two onwards yo but here's the thing right as bad as you want to, as as much as you want to say the path was easy, 
they they want they won eight straight. To do that in the playoffs is no easy feat. To do that in the NBA at any point, expect much less when you filter out the Cleveland Cavaliers of the leagues when we're talking about the playoffs, right? So, I like, I'm not saying it's the it's definitely not the hardest path, but by no means do I think it was some absolute cakewalk. I think they made it look that way, similar to the Bucks. Like it's not necessarily easy, but relative to what we expected, it's it, it looks like it. Nah, for me, the Suns are nah, fam. They're they're riding on a pastry pastry path, fam. Pastry path. They go up against LeBron, and and, and when AD AD goes out, all right, we know that's a that's a wrap because LeBron he has no shooters on the team. Fucking Andre Drummond is absolute dog shit. Bro, and we didn't LeBron know it was a wrap though. Fam, we definitely we knew, didn't go into that game. Fam, we did not know. We didn't I know that series because I put my money against it. Okay, but you're betting on odds. Like I said, I'm regardless, not, though, like, regardless, though, like no. you can see it. You, fam, I just I saw it. But that saw okay, it. what you okay, I get it. What you saw, right? But I'm talking about what the general consensus was. By no means were the Lakers pronounced dead when Anthony Davis went out. They weren't going into that game when Booker when 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 the Suns absolutely killed them and Braun left the game early. By no means was the series over at that point. It wasn't. I'm sorry. Same way, same way, similar to when the Nets, when Kyrie went down, that series was not over, but we expected the Bucks to win. Nah, it wasn't over. We knew, no, but we knew. For me, like I, I nah, again, I, you're I saying we. I, I, okay, I'll personally, so I'll give my personal opinion. I knew from when AD went down that was it because I knew LeBron didn't have it. Whether it's age, attrition, or injury, he didn't have it. I knew that, so I was like, all right, this is dead. Then you move over to the next one. MPJ's hurt. Aaron Gordon is 0% from deep. They have no guard. They're actually out there depending on Compazzo, or whatever the man's name is, to deliver. And then you move over to now. You lose Kawhi. When I heard before that the Clippers were a, were a bad team with Kawhi. Now you take Kawhi out. And now we're depending on Reggie Jackson, Nicholas Batum, and Marcus Morris. And if and if my man Trey Mann doesn't give you twenty plus, you're not winning. Foolishness, the fam. It, it doesn't get easier than this. It actually doesn't. I can't envision an easier path in the playoffs. It, it doesn't get easier than this. I hear that. I, I I don't know. I just don't agree with the easy narrative because <laughs> Bron could have Bron could have pulled that series out, and it wouldn't even really have been his greatest feat. Like you know what I mean? Like it would have been just another LeBron James performance so it's it like it's just been something he does like, exactly so it's just, like it's just, it would have just been what he does exactly you can't it have been something ways. new for him yeah you can't have I'm, so I'm not again by no means am i saying that they ran through the gauntlet right but i'm just saying like this idea that i think we're we're you're going too far as to how easy it was because of how the games played out you're giving no credit for how good the suns play because again like you can point to each thing in specific theory. These are playoff teams. You won eight straight games after after AD went down. Or sorry, nine straight games. That's not easy in the playoffs, regardless of who's playing. Because at the end of the day, as I said, LeBron was on the court, Jokic was on the court, and uh the Clippers. I don't really care about this series. As I said, I like I genuinely don't believe that great that great of a team. But when I'm talking about the the, the two previous before that, you're giving a lot of credit to the fact that the Suns uh Swept these guys because by no means were was was the Nuggets expected to get swept. Now when they do get swept, we can't look back and say, "Oh, they were shit." 
Like, look at what the expectation not, was. I didn't give them. I didn't say that they, were, they had a chance. So, like I said, I called it in like five games. Okay, but again, right? so like it was one off. Thing. It was it was it was Suns in three. They got boxed every single night. Yeah, they they definitely from the from the game from game one, fam. If you okay, thought but, Denver could get a game, you watched that and you said they can't get a game. See, this is what I'm saying. Still, man. <laughs> all right, they can't get a game. Like. I'm sorry. They don't. Okay, have, but they, how much is it? Okay, but this is what I'm saying. You just keep talking about how bad the run was. Okay, how? What about how good the Suns have played? What about how good Chris Paul was in that series and Devin Booker? Yes, the man, they, at one they point were, the man had 25 they, assists to one turnover. Yes, they. I'm not. They were great. Chris Paul, especially, he had a great series, but he also had nobody to challenge him on either side. Yeah, Compasso has a lot of heart, but we're talking about Chris Paul. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're not gonna win this on your 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 want to alone, and th- that's what I'm saying. Like, yes, they played well, but to me, it's like, well, obviously, Denver wasn't a defensive team before, and now you take They're their offense team, away. Though. They were a playoff team, yes, but you take their offense away, and now, and we know they don't play defense. So I expect CP to do what he did. He's supposed that. to. I that. I don't know. It's going to be interesting because these conference finals are about to hopefully they wrap up and then the next week we can get to the finals matchups that we all want to see um, in Milwaukee, Phoenix. And then I'll be able to drop some big bucks on Betway. Shout out Betway. Hopefully. I was I was saying hopefully Kawhi stays healthy so I can find – or the, the Clippers stay healthy so I can finally see the, the Suns play. So now I'm saying, all right. Hopefully, I expect the Bucks to get there. So hopefully, we don't see no injuries on that side. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie to you guys. Actually, throwing away the entire run. I'm not (laughs) gonna lie to you guys. Kawhi's Kawhi's injury history. My bad, Kevin. Kawhi's injury history is actually like really concerning now. Because my thing is, I've always viewed Kawhi as the type of guy to play when it mattered most, right? Regardless of what was going on. But he's up for extension, and like you're load managing. You're gonna have to load manage him from this point onwards. And, like, how much better is his knee getting? This sounds like a chronic issue. So it's like, I'm, I'm nervous for Kawhi's. And I'm nervous for that contract that he's about to get. Because I feel like, obviously, I don't think they're going to win. But I feel like if they go out here and, and, and they feel like they need Kawhi to sustain what they already have, it could be a grim, grim, grim end to that contract, to be honest. Quickly on the Suns, like, Chris just said, if, if man's on the Bucks get injured, you're throwing out the whole run. Like, this is how it's going to go, right? I already see, Chris is upset that I picked these guys two months ago, so he's building up whatever excuses he has. If Suns beat the Bucks, he's just gonna tell me the Bucks were shit. And right here's the thing: uh-huh. when it comes to throwing out runs, they can be shit, comes, but then I was so validated. You here comes them. here here it comes with throwing out runs. Right, it doesn't matter when you get the championship. You can't throw anything because they literally have the hardware. We're not just talking about brownie points and pride and if I did this and if I did that. Just same way. They want to try and throw out our championship because uh, KD went down and Clay went down. You can't. It's no, that simple. There's no once that's we no no but no no once we get there once we get there and we win. There's no more if ands or buts. There's no you can't take hardware away from you. You can't, especially for but, a franchise but, like that but, that's been deprived of, of the championship for so long. Okay, yeah, they're real, but they don't. Thing. But, they will, they, okay, they're, they're, but they don't put it on the championship. Yeah, they don't. It's not on the Larry O'Brien. But okay. when you're talking about rings, it will okay, come no, up. Cause, no, because I know what you're going to do, right? You're going to say, because what you're going to do is 
you're going to say the Bucks were shit. You're going to say, I need to see them do it again. And then next year, if they don't go and win a championship or they lose early, whatever it is, you're going to be like, see? See, I told you. These guys are frauds. But here's the thing. Nah. It doesn't what matter. What I'm going to do is I'm going I'm to do just like how I do with, with, with the 2015 Warriors. It's the same thing. It's the same thing. And, and it's a real thing because those players spoke about it. Those players acknowledged it. Saying that, bro, man didn't want to credit the, the, the championship run when they go up yeah, against but... Conley and he's not there. They go up against like they, they, the whole time they're going up against teams that lost their starting point guard. Get to the finals. Love goes down. Kyrie goes down. Well, obviously you're supposed to win, bro. But you, you, tell, asking me to tell you to do it again is not something that's unfair. No, the no, run was the shit. The run was shit. The so do but it here's again. The thing. You don't have to. That's that's my point. You don't have to. Once you once you win if the you championship, wanna, if you want to validate your thing. You, you, but see, this is the thing. This is the thing, right? You're telling me that I have to win a championship the next year to validate my previous one. That's fuckery. You don't have to win because, a championship. No, no, you because, just, no, you no, can, because the next you year, no, no, come out and no, win no, the you bed. Know why, though? The next year, you know what I'm competing for? Another championship. I'm not competing to validate the last one. It's foolishness. No, so I'm not you saying you're, you uh, you're not alone are. in what you're saying. You're not alone in what you're saying, but it's stupid. That, yeah. That's what I want to say because you can't tell me that in a next year when I'm competing for a new championship for new goals, you're telling me that I'm retroactively competing for something. It's stupid. I won it. If the Raptors came out and didn't even make the playoffs last year, we won our championship. I don't need to validate no, anything. No, no, it's no. there. Um, are you telling it's me in the history? Raptors, um, so when the Raptors won, man's right. You, you, you weren't no, feeling listen the pressure. To me. I said you are not alone. I said I, it is stupid. I, I, no, I, I was I'm, not I'm feeling pressure. I'm asking you. I'm asking you. No, I'm saying no, you're there telling is me no pressure. you didn't feel no pressure no, to come no, back and I show could, that we because won. Because I could admit, because I can admit to myself that if KD and Clay Thompson's healthy, this is a very much different season. And I don't care because I won. It does not matter. Why am I retroactively trying to validate something? You have to in my head, us making though. in my head, us making the, the second round or making the conference finals does not validate what happened in the past. I'm competing for something else. In a uh, new season you, with, this, with a new goal. For, fam, in the words of Pusha Ice you yeah, you did that shit, but you need to get active again, fam. You have to get active, fam. You Yo, have but this to. is the thing. This is the thing. If but this is my point. I'm tired of hearing right? about this shit this you my did. Point. Go get active but again. Point. But this is it's, okay, it, but this it, is stupid. That's how it is. Okay, for so hold everything. on. Okay, so if you're telling me that you're tired of hearing about the shit you did, why are we talking about validating it then? Why are you talking about it? That's what the whole is No, it's not. No, it's not. No, that's yes, the whole point. Just, I'm tired of no, hearing no, no, what no. you did. I don't want to hear what you did last year. Do it again. Okay, so that's not validating. That's proving it again. You're not talking to me about proving fam, that you can do I'm, it again. I'm you're stamping, talking about validating something in the what past. I am in history, fam. That's what you're doing. You're stamping that's, yourself. The bro. championship stamps that. Nah, not, 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 not if you want to make an actual stamp in in history, bro. This is this is why it's funny still because not man, if you're trying like, to. <laughs> it's 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 here for a reason. An actual championship in history, like being an NBA I did not championship. Say actual isn't championship. A stamp. I said if you want to so, no, actually an stamp actual your stamp. name in history, an actual stamp. That's what I said. Not NBA championship isn't an actual stamp nah nah if, if you want to be seen if you want to be seen as them fam as, as, a as, that team, as a champion nah if as you want to be seen as that what team you fam about? you know the difference bro you know man. the difference dumb. you know and the difference stupid. You know I know what you're talking about and it's stupid that's what I'm telling you it it's is not it's stupid, dumb so. because what it's, you're it's telling me is that in the next year I have to retroactively convince you that I won a championship. What type of fuckery is that? You're not convincing me that I won a championship. You're convincing me that you are who you are. 
that's all right. you're doing. I don't understand. But this is the thing. But this is the thing. Why when I win a championship? That. It's dumb. It's no, not no, even no, just no. A, it's not only no, about about championships. Like if you do something, no, you, you gotta do it again. No, you don't. Like I don't know if why this a, is so if far. If you make an all star game, you have to make it again? Or yes. your all star appearance didn't count? Yes. Yeah, that's stupid. Yes. That's actually dumb because no but I'm telling you it's stupid because why? This is within one season. You're the championship of the 2021, 2020, 2021 season. Why what matters outside of that? Fam. Do Messi, we're not talking about the championship of all time. We're not talking about... No, you're not a heavyweight champion. It's not where you have to go out there and fight a man again to retain your belt. You won. It is yours now for that that's specific year. That's, this is how these championships work. This is not wrestling. This is not boxing. This is not UFC. How it, that's how you are a champion. Nah, bro, that's, exactly how it, that's exactly how it is perceived, and that's how it should be perceived. No, it's you not. No, it's belt. not. No, it's yes, not. you have the belt. No, it's not. Retain it's not it. If you want to be known as a great team, retain it. I'm saying since what, I've never heard of man saying that you have to go out there and, and, and double up or three P like that's not, that's not required. You don't have it's to nice if you up, do it. You don't have, you don't have to three P, but if you want to be seen as a great team, you have to but do yo, it this again. Is the thing did the great team. They're a champion. This is what I'm talking about. Man, I'm talking about, oh, if listen, you want to be seen as a dynasty, if you want to be seen as the best when, team ever, listen, fuck it's that. Okay. You're a champion. When, it's fine because when these players win, every single year we hear them say, we have to go do it again. Every time. That's, I don't remember man saying Every that single time. When, when, I don't ever I remember a man saying we right. have to do it oh, again. Yeah, I don't remember a man saying we have to do it again. They say, can you see the players say that? You see the players? When the Warriors won in 2015, Draymond Green went up there and said that we have to do it again. Okay, who else? We're coming for next one. We're coming who for else? the next. Who when else? Lakers won last year, the very same night. He said, I have to do it again. The very same night. They he said, said, I have to do it back. again. Fam, if you're coming to me, if you're coming to me about, about the semantics, uh, about the semantics, fam, then it is what it is, fam. Carry on. If you're coming to me about the semantics, about, oh, but did he use the actual word? Man's but telling me that where's the word? Man's are moving where's like this is the UFC. Like, Man's are using like it's the UFC about? and it's not. Man's are on the idiot thing. But you have to you have to prove it again that you were a champion in 2020, 2021. I don't have to because I have the ring. I literally That's don't it. have you to have do to that. Prove, bro. You already are the champion. You can't they, take they the ring the from me. I can go and, and win 20 games the next year. I am the champion. Facts. Same thing goes for the Raptors when they tried to little boy us and act like we didn't win something. They didn't I can admit what they said was right. Do it again. It was no, it's stupid. And if, if you're dumb. not gonna go and do it again, at least go. There's and no put way out people were sitting there looking at us, knowing that we lost Kawhi. Right no, no, they weren't looking at us. They weren't looking at us to do this again, but they were looking at us to, to, to do make something. the playoffs. Be yeah. a team. Yes, they're looking to do, to, to do something. But this be is a thing. team, and that is exactly because, the expectations you should have had. This is my point. If we lost Kawhi or not, be a team. If we didn't make the playoffs, right last year, what does that change, fam? It's the perception. No, no. So tell me what the perception. What what would the perception change? The perception is Kawhi won us the ring, and the, the, so? the, 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 the no, so? so bro, you're not gonna let me finish. The Go perception ahead. is Sorry. Kawhi won us the ring, and the team that is currently there is dead food. That's but what the perception my, would have been. But again, it's about changing about the culture, the fam. Thing? We knew what that. that we knew what that. that the championship. Yes, we got our championship, but now it's about being regarded as one of them, fam. Like, you guys are acting stupid, bro. Like, are you kidding dumb. me? 
It's dumb. No, because I know what you're going to do. You're going to use that. You're, Are you actually if kidding? Suns go out to win a championship. You're going to use that, that to invalidate them to until next Winning year. Winning a championship, and now you want to be regarded as one of them. No, no, wanting and telling me that you have to go and prove that. But you that's won, the point of the next season. Was legit is stupid. That's the no, point of not. the it's next compete season. For a new that's, championship. That's the case. Not retroact. Not retroactively. Right. You don't. You don't get anything for the last season. You think? What do you think they do? They give you a, a, a brighter ring if you validate the next year. Is that what Fam, you think they do? It's about it's about your reputation, bro. Or do they? That's do they run on the layer O'Brien that he played well the next year? Is that what What are you actually talking about? You're moving like when the Raptors won and we lost Kawhi. They. What were my I said it was stupid. Are it you listening? It, but it's I didn't not say stupid. it was. But it's not stupid. Yes, it is. Yes, it's it not is. Stupid. It is dumb. It's it not dumb. stupid. And I, I told you, of I would have said that of then. Course, I been saying that. Of course, you have to win. And now you have to come in and maintain a certain standard. What are you Why? talking about? Why? What are you what talking about? You can just, you just win won. and not make the playoffs. Ideally, you would, but you don't have to. You already have your ring. Ideally, but you don't have to do anything. So tell me what happens if you don't. What do they take from you? What do you lose? Ideally. Nothing, because you were competing in Ideally, that season. Right. What you were competing for in that year is not retroactive. They don't go back and take your championship from you. What type of fuckery is that? But that's how right. Mads like to act. They like to act that if you don't come in and perform the next year, that they can go back and take what you had. They can't take shit. It's stupid. And it's a way for Mads to continue to push narratives and act like if you have to keep going or if you don't keep you going, do. what you did in the past doesn't you do. matter. You, you actually, Okay, fine. You absolutely okay, do. that's fine. But that does not invalidate do. what you did in the past. It doesn't. Win and lay down. You are a come champion. On, you were the championship for 2020, 2021. Yeah. So you're telling me what the Lakers did last year is invalidated because they, they flamed out in the first round? No. But if the, okay. if the Lakers you... came back and missed the playoffs, what are we talking? If the Raptors came back and didn't make the playoffs, they fam, were the 20, they were the 29, they were the 2018, 2019 champions. We don't have to speak about the that's, Raptors. That's anymore. what it would have meant. There's like, nothing to speak about. They're the champions. When we talk about champions, they're in there. There's no going back on that. Sorry, I don't know. I spent too long on this. Though. <laughs> I don't know, but you know what? It, it'll come up. It'll all come together in the next couple of weeks because we're gonna see. Obviously, we're gonna have a new champion crown, and I don't really know if I agree with Chris's narrative. But uh, well, he's not like alone in what he's saying. I just personally believe it's stupid. I don't know. Well, let's pivot because we got a couple of things we want to talk about. So, draft lottery uh, happened on Tuesday that passed. So we finally got the results of like where teams would be drafting and. I don't want to say a good idea of who they're going to be drafting, but at the very least, we know that they're going to be selecting from a core group of players. So um, I guess I should probably run down and just say exactly what the the order is. So first, ah, internet's playing. So number one pick is going to go Pistons. to Detroit Pistons. Then we have the Houston Rockets at two, Cavs three, Raps four. You already know what it is. Um Orlando 5, OKC 6, um, Golden State 7, Bulls 8, Sacramento 9, and then we got the New Orleans Pelicans, followed by the Hornets, Spurs, Pacers, and then Golden State again. So, um, for one, I, I really do like what Adam Silver done has done with the draft lottery odds because it's de-incentivized trade tanking. And what I say by that is, I mean, like, you're going to have your bad teams that know they're not in it and they're still going to cave, but there's no incentive to be the worst team anymore, right? If you're bad, you're bad. But if you're There's the no worst incentive team, to be the worst team, but there was an incentive for the Raptors to tank and we showed why. No, no, I understand that, but that's what, that's what I'm speaking to. For a good team that doesn't want to end up in NBA purgatory, there's incentive to be bad, but there's no incentive to be the worst team anymore. 
Because before he made the change, you could be the worst team and have the highest odds to get number one. And it was kind of like a, a hack. Now you could be the worst team and you're no better than the second, third, or fourth worst team, right? So as long as you're in the bunch, you have equal odds, right? So I really like what he did with that. Obviously, as a resident Toronto native, I'm glad that we got the fourth pick. Um, I'm going to start it off here. If I had to pick one player that I think Toronto should draft, uh, I really think we should get Jalen Green. However, I do think that Masai might switch it up a little because I've been hearing rumors on Reddit saying that he might want to pair. Um, he might want to pair. Um, what's his name? OG Ananobi with Jonathan Kamingo, which I think is a horrible fit. Horrible, horrible, well, horrible. If you're gonna do that, take Scott. They Bart. say that like Pascal's not actually on the court as well, so that's the weird part. I I don't know. I don't know if that if that if that signals rebuild. But my problem is, it's like if you're gonna get a guy like OG and give him, you already paid him big money, you're gonna get Kaminga that may not be the level defender of OG, but projects to be that similar type of build. So it's like, where are you gonna find minutes for him, right? And not to mention, it's not like he's an offensive powerhouse to begin with. He's better offensively. He's a better offensive prospect than OG was, but I don't know if he actually ends up being better than OG which kind of defeats the purpose. But just Jenny, what do you, what do you think Kev of the draft lottery and some of the prospects that you've heard? Uh, we got, we got lucky. still. like for us to jump all the way to fourth cast for anything more. Um, as I said, when we first started, we're in a nice spot where I feel like we can't go wrong. We can't end up with the Marvin Bagley of the bunch, right? Like we get whoever comes to us. The only way we make that mistake is if we go reaching for a man like Kaminga. And if they do that, I don't know if I'm watching Raptors games, though, personally. Because you have four solidified prospects. I don't care which one. It just has to be one of those four. I don't like Mobley. Other than that, with Green and Suggs, I'm cool. I'm not a fan of Mobley, but if we're talking about Mobley as a fourth pick, I'll live with it. I won't say I'll live. I'll be happy again because he's a talented player. But, like, I don't want to hear no Kaminga talks. I don't want to hear nobody. I don't want to hear about Scotty Barnes. I don't want to hear it. Not even a peep. If I start getting notifications that they're looking at this, you, I'm going to be cheese still. I wouldn't be mad at Scotty Barnes still. Scotty no, Barnes is a really I would good player. Still. You no. can't shoot. Nah, he's, yo, just, yo, the thing is, the there's I'm just no reason. That's fine, still. But, like, if, there's just, yo, the thing is, there's just no reason, is my point. Like, you don't need to reach when you don't have to. Just well, yo, we could always trade down. If we trade down and got Scotty Barnes, I wouldn't be as mad, but I would still be pissed because then you got the fourth pick and you're squandering a top five solidified. Yeah, I just, like, yo, if, to me, it just, it's just, it's just not necessary. Like, we're not a, we're not a, a perennial lottery team. Like, we haven't been here in years. Last time we were here was with JV, I believe. And we even reached for JV back then. Like, yo, just do what is... Just do the normal, man. If you if you take the fourth guy and he's not good, no one's going to kill you. It's not going to look that bad. You took who was left, and if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. Now, if you tell me that there's a fourth guy left and you go reach for a man outside that top four and he fucks up, you're going to look like a fucking idiot. Like, we can't be doing that shit, honestly. It's just that if we get fam Jalen Green, not Jalen Green, um, what's the name? Suggs, bro. Suggs isn't it, bro. I'm telling you, it's not it. That's just the issue here, and it's like trading down. I feel like would probably be the best thing if we can pick up enough 
Like, if we can trade down, get a big man, and then draft like a Scotty Barnes, I'm co signing. Nah, bro. You have too many mans that can't shoot, man. I'm co signing. But, nah, we don't have that much mans that can't shoot. Who, on our, on our... He's occupying the same space as Pascal, like, honestly. Yeah, what, like, Pascal, that's though, a... Isn't Pascal a mid 30s three point shooter? No, but I'm saying he's occupying the same space. He's a man that you don't want shooting trays. Like, you don't necessarily want him shooting trays. He's, if he's standing on the three point line, you're doing him a disservice. So, like, what, like, it's just like, I'm not, first of all, right? That's why I'm like, okay, we're not even talking about fit here. We're not even saying, like, this guy's going to fit or some shit. Like, he's not. There's no fit for that guy. Or when it comes to our wing positions, we're nice. So, why reach for a man that doesn't even fit? That's the way I see it. As opposed to you get a guy like Jalen Suggs. Yeah, Barnes. As opposed to a guy like Jalen Suggs who is going to fit because we're assuming Lowry's gone. Like, and again, he's supposed to be the superior talent. Like, whether or not, okay, this is how I feel about Suggs, right? Chris is going to ask, what do you see special? The thing is, like, when it comes to these guys, if I see talent mixed with pedigree, right, that's enough for me where I'm not going to go reach for a man who has, who doesn't even have the pedigree, right? We're talking about a guy who's a top prospect coming out of, coming out of high school, performed well at Gonzaga, won a lot of games, right? The numbers aren't impressive by any means, but he was solid. So I'll take that any day because we're not talking about a guy that didn't have the pedigree or didn't wasn't perceived to have potential. I hear that. He's a. I'm, I'm not saying that Suggs isn't talented. My thing is though, if I'm drafting in the top five, I'm trying to draft a special prospect. Like I'm, my whole point of being in the top five is is the traits that you're really drafting, and then. When you get him, now you're trying to mold the prospect and how he's supposed to be. Well, you look at the rest of the man's like Cade Cunningham. He's not the most athletic man, but his ball handling and his passing and his vision and him being a plus size guard, that makes him special. Mobley is a seven foot man that is out guarding man's on the perimeter. That makes him special. You get to green. We all know his fucking his athleticism is borderline Kobe. We know that. And then you get to Suggs, and you're like, "What? What is? What is the plus here? Like, where can I see him saying, damn, like he's a spit? Like, even the guys look at guys like like Darren Fox. We knew speedy, bro, fast as shit. His quickness is crazy. Like, there's actually nothing I'm looking at Suggs, and I'm saying, where is it that he is? You know, I can look at him as a player, and I can say, snap my finger. That's what he's good at. That's what he's great at." There's nothing like that. So for me, it's just like, and it's it's not even that there's nothing like that right now. It's hard to even envision him getting something like that. All right. So, okay. Okay. Right. Because you're talking about the top three men. We're picking four. So if we get Suggs, we didn't have a choice between those four guys. You're telling me you rather Scott. What's special about Scotty Barnes? Scotty Barnes is a 6'9 player who was basically point guard for his team last year. He defended one through five last year. He's basically Draymond Green coming out. If Draymond Green was if Draymond Green was the player that we knew Draymond to be as a prospect, it would be Scotty Barnes. Led his team in assists, guarded one through five. Stoop he's not like athletic in the sense that he's gonna be dunking all over you, but he's athletic in the sense that he has a seven two wingspan and he knows how to use it. Pause. But see, this is the thing. Like I just don't see the sense in reaching for that. Because for one, like it doesn't even fit. 
like if you're gonna reach for a player and he doesn't fit, it just doesn't make sense to me. Doesn't make sense. I will say this though, it, is... but let me, let me just say it, it makes sense in in the conception of what we believe the NBA to be to be doing the positionless basketball. Scotty Barnes is the perfect player for that. The, if the he can't only shoot, knock he's actually that. not he, he can't player. shoot. He can he can't shoot right now. Fair. But then he's not positionless in my opinion. But he's positionless in the sense of defensively. If you're using him, he will switch anything. At any time. But here, here's my problem. Personally? Here's my problem. I hear what you're saying about Scotty Barnes, but this is one of the problems I have with people in the NBA draft. They want to take prospects and they love to experiment. I'm not saying that Scotty Barnes can't go out there and pass the ball, right? But should he, should he be going out there and facilitating the way that people think he's going to be doing it? No. The fact of the matter is he can't shoot. He can defend, but we don't know if he can defend at the NBA level yet. Yeah, Very know, rarely do guys come even in and with shooters, coming. bro. You don't know if they can shoot at the NBA level. So exactly, like, exactly. You're right. So, but 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 saying that isn't saying anything. That's well, what I'm saying is I'm not gonna. I rather take a man that showed promise, showed promise in being able to shoot and hope that it translate in two to three years, than hoping to that a man play who played defense against college guys is gonna come in and be able to defend the most the hardest position for the for the most part. He's gonna be defending big wings that literally the hardest people to guard. He's gonna have to guard. So I have faith in a man that could hit a jumper as opposed to him squaring up with LeBron James or Kawhi Leonard or Paul George. And even if that's the case, I find I figure that there's going to be guys like that you could pick up either on the open market or later in the draft. There's a shooter you can pick up on the open market or later. Exactly. In the draft. Exactly. So You're same right. Same thing. So why am I reaching for him then? About. If I can find these guys in the twenties, why am I reaching for him at four, at four? Nah, but same yo, this thing, is but this, this, but this is, yo, but Chris, this is what I'm saying. Like, trade. Like, yo, no, but yo, this is the thing, right? Too many mans in this league get drafted off special trades. They want a man that can jump 45 feet in the air when mans are playing basketball, not high jumping, right? You're telling me that this man can pass? Okay, he can. he's Draymond. Draymond Green, outside of Steph Curry and the Golden State Warriors, isn't even that great of a player on offense. Like, he's simply not. He so, unless right. we're, so unless we're going to put him in a situation similar to that, I just don't see the point in it. Like, it's... Because we're coming off of this guy cannot shoot, right? We're not even talking about it's questionable. He cannot shoot. So you're telling me that he's basically going to be a power forward or a center on offense. That does nothing for you if you don't have Steph Curry and Klay Thompson running off screens all day. It honestly doesn't. And we don't. But here's the thing, though, fam. Because you you want, okay, the, the NBA right now is plus size ball handling, being able to defend multiple positions. And plus uh, size, I think plus. I think plus size ball handling's a bit of an overstatement. Still, nah, as a, after wings, after wings, you don't like. We're talking about you want your wings to be able to handle the ball. The guys that are scoring the most points, but man, I don't really care if your power forward is ball handling like that. Let's be honest. It's a it's, nah, but it's it, cool, but but, it's not but, the, but the best players in the league right now are the players that are six seven plus who can handle the ball, who can pass the ball. Those are the best players. No, but in the they're league. also but they're also scorers. They also put the Fear. ball in the basket. Fear. But we're, the thing there's is no, like, there's no hold on. There's no six eight man that we're talking about where we're raving over his ball handling and he can't put the ball in the basket. Fear. Fear. But then you also but that's only one side of what he is. And then you get to the other side of the ball. But listen, for me it's just like I see where the special trade is in Scotty Barnes, and I can see where he can become an all star one day off of what he can do, off of what he does. Like, he can. He can definitely become an all-star one day. I'm not saying that Jalen Suggs can't also become an all-star. I'm just saying that 
there's 1,000 guards in the league. And I don't see the thing in Jalen Suggs that truly separates him from being one of those guys, to one of those guards to come out from the pack. That's my issue here. I agree that's, with you, That's Chris, my man. only issue with Jalen Suggs. I agree with you, Chris. Yo, but I, what I'm trying I, to say, my bad, Kevin. What I'm trying to say is I agree with you what you're saying, Chris, but I don't think that is justification for taking a man like Scotty Barnes yeah, over Jalen. Scotty Barnes could literally be a be- – he could be on your bench for two years before he even actually gets into the rotation and be a cemented starter. Whereas at least you know what Jalen, Jalen Suggs, he can come in and play. Yeah, he might not average 25. And he may be a middling guard, but you still need middling guards in your, on your rotation to be competitive. Yo, the way I see it is, right, like, every man's are going to say they want to shoot for the stars, right? Like, if you're drafting a man, if we're here, we want to draft a man that can be a future star, right? The thing is, it's a lot easier to say that, but it's way harder to swallow when it actually happens. Because if you reach for a man like Scotty Barnes, let's, let's take Scotty Barnes out of the equation. If you go reach for a man that, isn't one of these top four guys because you think that he has the highest boomer bust potential and he actually is a bust, it's going to hurt a lot more than having a man like Jalen Suggs who, if he is okay, then he's just a starter in this league. Is all I'm saying. Because, again, I'm not saying he's my first choice out of the man that could be available to us, right? But I think his range of outcomes, his floor is a lot safer than a lot of these men that we're going to be looking at below him. he has the safest him. floor. He has... I- no, no, right, time, right. And, and we're talking about man's and we're, and we're still talking about a man that has pedigree. So I, that's why I kind of liken it to a Jason Tatum, right? Jason Tatum was seen as a good player, but he was the most NBA ready. And for that reason, man's put a cap on his potential. Right. And I think we could make the same mistake with Suggs, whereas we might not see it. But if you're talking about the safest floor with pedigree. Yeah, but you actually Jay, can't Jay, get any better than that, especially Jason at four. Tatum is personally. different though, because this is a six-eight man where we didn't envision him. No, no, being no, able no, to no, no, no. The type of no, no. I, I'm not saying know? they're going to be the same type of player. I'm saying the the mentality that we're taking, where we're saying that this guy is the most NBA ready, safest floor, right? But we're looking at a lot of guys saying they have more potential than him. But in reality, potential is cool. But where are you starting from? If you're starting from a, a NBA level starting guard you have a lot less potential to realize to become a good player in this league as opposed to a man that we could be looking at in a Scotty Barnes that isn't even in your rotation, but we can say he has the potential to grow to a star. His path and how much he has to grow is going to be a lot harder and a lot longer and a lot of more things have to go right for that to happen is all I'm saying. And in theory, when we're talking about it, it's easy to stomach. But when we're when it really comes down to it, when it comes to picking and having to deal with that, and you're talking about a man who, in Scotty Barnes, who could literally not be a 20-minute-per-game guy in three years, that's not easy to stomach still. Warriors should draft Scotty Barnes. Be, that's a match made in heaven. Is it and then, and then trade Draymond right after. <laughs> like two years. See, now, now see, man, my man, come on. Let's oh, okay, 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 okay. I thought you meant right away still. No, no, like a year later still, trade him. Well, it's going to be interesting. NBA draft, I think, is in July. Uh, Summer League is first two weeks of August. So, you know, I'll be tuned in. Summer League, one of my best parts of the year, man. I love Summer League. But let's wrap up on this last take. Um, So, actually, shout out Sharif Cooper, 6'5". Um, Yo, dead that foolishness. 6'4 without you shoes, out, my nigga. I showed you. You see? 6'4, no That's shoes. Why- you guys are sheep still. Keon Johnson, Yo, 48 and vertical. Listen, the New Yo, York Knicks. Are you going to apologize to me when it comes out that he's not 6'4"? Fam, 
If he's not 6'4", I would like to. What do you want me to say? (laughs) Yes, 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 yes. I will apologize. Are you going I'm to apologize? Apolog- because, I'm apolog- yeah, because I'll apologize. I'll put my faith because, in the draft combine though. Because you told me because you told me the draft combine said it. I brought up the draft combine and the numbers are not there, but you're still deciding to write. They erased it. So I'm showing you they're because I'm showing you they're making a mistake, but for some reason you don't want to admit that they were wrong. It's not even you were wrong. That's the thing. I'm not even saying you guys were wrong. I'm saying they were wrong and you can't admit it. Nah, I want the height for Sharif still. If Sharif has the height, he's a top ten prospect. Fact. Okay, and all right, and if AI was six foot six, he'd exactly. be the best. Exactly, exactly. But he wasn't. Sharif right, is though. <laughs> Sharif is six four. Sharif is six four. All right, let's just, give, let's just give Kate Cunningham the six, the seven two. Then still, I want that. Come on, man. Come on. Anyways, let's talk about these coaching hires because um, there was a few around the league. So Rich, Car- Rich Rick Carlo uh, went back to Indiana. He already coached there once before. I didn't think he would actually end up coaching there again, but who knows? Um, and then we also have Chauncey Billups going to the Portland Trailblazers. And am I missing one? Um, was it? There's another one, no? Uh, Boston. Oh, Ime Doka out of the Spurs tree getting hired as um, the Celtics coach. So I'll start off by saying this, like, Rick Carlisle, I thought he would have waited out to see how the Bucks situation would have played. But from what I was understanding is that Indiana came to him with a bag. And it was an offer he can't refuse. I read an article on NBA Reading, and they're basically saying that they gave Rick Carlisle full autonomy. That the GM basically said that, like, whatever decisions are going to be made in this organization, you're going to be included and have a head of the input. So I guess for that level of autonomy, you're willing to sacrifice the talents in the, talent the roster. And um, I'll say this about Chauncey Billups, man. Ever since that guy went on the NBA draft show and said that Rui Hachimura was a young Kawhi Leonard, I lost all faith in that guy. And I will stand by that. I don't care what anybody says. He was on TNT and he was up there chatting foolishness. He reminds me of a watered-down Kenny the Jet Smith. Just a man that wants to be the smartest man in the room and have the, the smartest takes. But when you actually realize what he's saying, it's a bag of fuckery. Don't diss my guy Kenny still. No, nah, Kenny's chatting for 75% of the time. Yep. At least Chuck, Yo, did you, Chuck is did you chatting. mention Kid? Oh, Kid. Kid also got hired Mavericks. as the coach of Dallas Mavericks, right? Um, I think that's yeah. fitting as uh, well. But yeah, what do you guys think? Yeah, uh, Carlisle, he, he like, he like, how do I put this? He seems like Indiana's coach. Like he fits. <laughs> he like, went from, like, he who's went from one, one thing over to the next. Like he, went, like, went like, like Indiana. No, no, nah, nah, that's not even what I'm talking about. Still, I'm just saying, like, Indiana is one about. of those teams that you expect to have like a tenured coach, not to be in the carousel of finding new coaches every two years. Still, so I think he fits there. Um, Ime Adoka, like, I'm not impartial to that. Jason no Kidd with the Mavs. Is. You should still. Uh Jason Kidd. I don't. Jason Kidd one specifically. Like, I don't know. I think his name kind of carries more weight than his, what he's done in this league. Obviously hasn't done anything. His, his biggest claim is helping Turning Giannis Kawhi. become a better player. Oh, yeah. Into a Starting PG. Giannis. Starting Giannis. Yeah. And telling yeah. Him basically. Yeah. Like, which is no, which is not a small thing whatsoever still, because what he, like Giannis's growth throughout his time is crazy, but like this could easily go bad still. I don't know. And it's weird because, like, I don't see Doncic as a man to really care about who Jason Kidd is because he's from Europe. So, like, 
who's advocating for this? Like, who really wanted this guy here would probably be my question. And the next thing I'll say is they got to stop throwing all these females' names in the ring if they're not going to hire one still. Like, but it's only the only time, shorty, fam. It's only the same shorty. But that's my point. Like, just stop, man. Like, we know what you're doing. If you're not going to hire them, just stop still. Like, you're just same way, like, Boston said they have to hire a black coach. Like, yo, give, me a, give it a break, man. I Damn, truly believe, though, that man. eventually she will get a job. No, she will. She will. It's just like yeah, every... So you have to go to the... But no, no. But what I'm saying is, every single team is considering her, and I just don't believe that, and I don't, and I just don't like it. If you're like, I feel like she's not getting strong consideration yet, but as PR, they're just tossing her name in. She will she get one a, eventually. She got a second interview this time. Man, it was down to Chauncey or her, so she could have just not been the one. Uh, yo, but but yo, to me, oh, all right. I don't know, man. Like she, she got her she'll, second interview. She'll get a job eventually, but. It just feels like at this time, it's just a PR thing. So. I don't know. Eventually, she's going to get a job. So I can't call it a PR because I truly do see the progression. Like she, I feel like this was the first time she truly got a second interview. I nah, it's she been had like a, a year now still. Oh, I don't know about the second, second interview. getting second interviews. We don't usually hear that to begin with. So I actually don't know. So. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. So I, this is my first time hearing that she got a second interview. So for me, nah, that's but what I'm saying is like we don't usually hear who gets a second interview and who doesn't. Is all I'm saying. So it's like them saying that doesn't mean that she, I don't really say, oh, this is new like, in person. She may have gotten one before. Like I don't know. Well, I, I don't. I don't know about Chauncey still until I see. Like I don't. He wasn't that good of a player. Um, but maybe He's that a good will. Player. He was he a good player. Like, what are you talking about? He wasn't that, that good player? of a player, though, because man's move like, what that do like some type of man in, in that should be looked at as like a Jason Kidd, which just wasn't. Still. No, but, but he was a good player. Yeah, he was a high player. And like Monty but, Williams averaged five points in the league. Still, like he's like, by player. the by that by that comp- yeah. So that's what I'm saying. That, but that was my player. second point. Like maybe that maybe that's going to lend him to being a better coach. Wait, who is a who is a good player? Who knows? But. I don't really see that job. There's a reason why Jason Kidd walked away from that one's job. <laughs> but he didn't get to have the pick of the litter out, maybe. But who knows? Because he was in every single discussion. The man that we should be talking about never being mentioned again is Jeff Van Gundy, bro. That's the man that should never be mentioned again yo, yo. when it comes to these hires, bro. But yo, He's, this his is name, thing, right? it's like It's like they just have to throw his name in there because they have a certain amount of of people that they have to mention. And they were just like, yeah, just dash Jeff Van Gundy in here so we can complete the list. Every you know year. why I disagree with that? Do you know why I disagree with that, though? I think, like, I know what you're saying. Like, it seems like they just toss his name in there for the fun of it, but they're, no one's actually hiring him. But I think people don't realize what we never talk about in when it comes to coaching is the money aspect. Like, for, for, especially a guy like Jeff Van Gundy and even Mark Jackson, when people were complaining that Mark Jackson wasn't getting hired, they're not just expecting any and and like any coaching job or any paycheck, given how much money they're actually making on TV. These guys are stars on TV. So yeah, you can come to me with a job, but that's not even enough for a guy like Jeff Angle. You have to pay me enough. So like, I understand why with Jeff specifically, I understand why his name's always thrown out there, but it never leads to anything because man's. I think man's truly want to hire that guy, but the money it takes. To pry him away from the money he's making on TV, you know? but that's the thing. But again, <laughs> like, I'm talking about point. every single coaching. Right, Chris, he also again, has to remember he's coaching right now too. Like he is actively coaching. He coaches the USA selecting. Like he's coaching yeah, he's out coaching there. Coaching some some 
international nonsense. But yo, think about yo, these TV, these man on TV make a lot of money, you know. So that's what I'm saying. Like even with Mark Jackson, when people used to complain that Mark Jackson's not getting a job, I knew part of it was the amount of money he's accepting. He's not he's not a coach by trade at this point. Like he's not making his living by coaching. So if you're not paying me an exorbitantly more amount of money to coach, why would I even do that? Think I I feel like these men work like four four hours a week, sorry four hours a day. And they're making millions and millions of dollars. Now you're gonna tell me a man has to show up to practice, fly, coach games, and you're not paying me three times more than what I'm making right now? Then take my name out of the hat. By now it should be known that if you're not giving me five million a year, maybe that's what they would. But take. I think, but I think that's why it never goes anywhere because man's want to call his lines and he says this is what it is. I, if I'm Jeff Van Gundy, I have no problem with that because you're gonna call me. I'm gonna tell you straight how much it is. At some point, either you're gonna bite and pay me that shit, or you're gonna leave me alone. And I think it's circumstantial too. Like I feel like he's not going to sacrifice the money he's making to go to a bad situation, right? Like, yeah, before, Hornets were calling him before they had the, or you know what I mean, or Indiana's calling him before they had the most recent coach or the one that got fired. Like, he's not going to go in there into a shit show and be like, "Yeah, I'm gonna take the same amount of money." You have to pay me for my for my for my for my sad days. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm not going in there to fix your shit show to make less money than what I'm making on TV. Man just shows up in a suit and talks nonsense and makes millions of dollars. Like, yo, that's a lot. <laughs> Mark Jackson has a he has a so. great job. I would just prefer him to just love your job then, and then tell him as you're easy, you're cool. No, but them saying they're interested, I don't know. But overall, it's not, a, it's not like, like they're saying, "Oh, we want to get Jeff Van Gundy," like what they do with the college mans. It, it, it that's not the same. Like how every, like how randomly you'll hear, "Oh, we want to get Calipari to come coach our team." That's that's the team side saying that we want to gauge the interest with of Calipari. The teams are releasing candidate list of man that's coming in for interviews, and his name is always but, on it. But that's my point. Like he's gonna go in for an interview, and he's gonna tell them what the price is. Overall, I feel like we don't when we like we love to discuss coaching jobs, but we move like money's not involved in it, and it's because we don't hear the money side of it. I get it, right? For the most part, when coaches are hired, we never really hear how much it is. But that I feel like the money side would be it. disrespecting. Um, Becky Hammond, honestly, I feel like that would, that's one of going to be one of the things that man's are going to really keen on because she's a woman, yes, but man's are going to make that. I feel like they're going to use that to basically either keep her out or when she does finally get in, it's going to become a topic for sure. Because I don't yeah, see, that, I don't see her getting money like that, and they're going to say like, oh, first woman coach, but she can only get this com- in compared to this man. That's definitely coming. Yeah, but yeah, any team that hires her, they're going to have to be cognizant of how much they're paying her still. Like, which is weird because as a team, you're going to want to get the cheapest demand for it. Yeah. But if they come out there and say, I'm going to give you a million dollars a year. Yeah, you can't do that still. If that is like lower than what, 25% of the coach, not 25, like if 25 out of the 30 coaches or whatever the numbers are is making less, making more than that, it's going to become a problem. Yeah. Again, like, I just. I just feel like when we're talking about a lot of these guys, like they're willing to accept a lot le- more, like a lot less than a lot of these other coaches, like the big name coaches, Jeff Van Gundy, the Mark Jacksons, like even the Stan Van Gundy's, the guys that are like solidified in this game. Like they're not willing to take as much as a man like Nate Bjorken or Nate McMillan. Like, yeah, because they just want, they want, they want the exposure. Yeah, those guys just want a job. Just yeah, that's what I'm saying. Stuff. So like that, that's yeah. part of the conversation. But for some reason, like we don't discuss it because it's not really talked about. Like when we're talking about players moving and switching teams, like we'll talk about the money. We understand how big the money is and how much it is. But when it comes to coaches, we move like these men are all getting speaking of two million a year, regardless of who they are. 
those mans are about to be paying three coaches at one time. <laughs> so whoever signs up for that job has to be a man. It has to Who be talking a about Pacers? Nah, the uh, New Orleans Pelicans. It has to be a new coach because they're paying three mans right now. I hear that. They're still paying Gentry. I hear that. Actually, you know, I don't know they, if that's... They're going to bring in... They're gonna, that that's why they, yo, that, that's why those teams, they're going to bring in an assistant, fam. Yeah, they're going to bring in a local twenty percent pay raise. No, the they're going to bring in an assistant. Because I heard when they bring in assistants, they don't have to pay them. Near, when they promote a man, they don't have to pay him nearly as much when you bring a man from outside. That's why a man like I personally believe that's why um, Nick what's Harris? his name, Nick Nurse got the job because we fired Casey with bare years left on his thing, and he was the cheapest option because you can just promote a man and not even pay him anywhere close. To what he's what a coach would get. That's that's why I believe like those assistants actually end up getting the job, not because they believe them to be good or whatever. It's just I still have to pay the old guy. Let me save some bucks here and just keep things consistent. Makes sense. They can't go. Pelicans can't go on higher man externally again. Still, they can't. <laughs> they can't. Still, especially like yo, like when you have a history of just firing mans, like I'm gonna need the security. Like you're not giving me a one year deal. David Griffin has one. This is David Griffin's last coach, you know, before he's fired with the coach. <laughs> Trust me. Yeah. There's only so much times you can fire the coach and tell me that you deserve to keep your job. There's only so much times, man. Yeah, it's just it's wasting my be, money at that point. But so. to be his third coach in, in, in the last one. But also, you have to give a little bit of a lie because of the organization, right? Like, nah, it's done. Bro, if, nah. I, just quickly, like not the man that told me that LeBron doesn't know how to build a team, and it was all him, and now he has his. No, team but I'm not talking about. Build. I'm not talking about David Griffin. I'm talking about the New Orleans organization. Like, I remember I was listening to a podcast. I think it was the Bill Simmons podcast, and they're like, the Pelicans are like the ninth most entertaining team in in the state. Like, they're like the LSU women's volleyball team gets more play than they do. So it's like the owners themselves. Like, I don't think they pay that much attention because like the Saints is their bread and butter. And remember, they didn't want this team. They were forced to take on this team because when the NBA sold the team to the the owner he died and they're basically like yo just hold this and they gave him a discount so it's like i don't know if the i don't know if the organizational push is there to be like oh my gosh we need to get things in order because it's like a little side baby like no one's they're gonna move that team fam that team's not gonna stay over there they're gonna move it if they don't get good soon because i know for a fact the saints owners don't give two shits about that team I know Isn't that for a fact. The, the man, man's wife now? Or yeah, yeah. 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 And apparently she's, she's at like... The, she's, at the, she's at the lottery. Yeah, she doesn't look like she wanted to be there still. I'm telling you. Fam. Or was it the man that was seen now? Which one is seen now? I think it was the man that was seen now. So she's the like t- taking over or something like that. Yeah. They're moving that to the full Seattle mental capacity. Or, or mental faculties in order. Not Vegas, though. I heard Vegas, like, yo, like the, the demand for sports in Vegas isn't... Um, it's not consistent, I should say. Like Vegas doesn't even have that much people there. They're, going, they're gonna go to. They're gonna go back to Seattle still. I heard Seattle and Vegas. So I heard those are two extension teams. I heard that they will yeah. add two teams before they move a team. Because Seattle and Vegas, and then I heard they're gonna move on um, Seattle, Vegas, and then they would move Memphis and Minnesota to the infrared, Minnesota to the east. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So we'll see. It's all up in the bay. It's all up in the area. I think they Adam need Silver. to spread out the things. Still, I'm telling you. There's a lot of superstars in this league right now. Still, <laughs> facts make the lottery. There's a lot of superstars in this league, fam. Got to spread yeah. out the things. Still, yeah. But let's wrap it up because we've been on it for about one point one five. My math is wrong, but anyways, <laughs> um, 
yeah, it's been a good discussion. Hopefully, we'll see what happens in the next week, and we'll finally have our finals matchup so we can start dro- dropping some dollars and give our final predictions. Um, some interesting things in the works, so make sure you guys stay tuned because it is a hard report available to you every Monday morning at 6 a.m., 8 a.m. if you're not an early bird like me. Um, like, comment, subscribe. Make sure you share it with who, who, whomever is willing to take a listen. Um, and try to engage. Engage. It really does help with the platform a lot. And we're trying hard to make sure that we keep this thing up and running and, and growing the audience. So a uh, like doesn't hurt anybody. It only helps. Uh, do you guys have anything you want to say before we wrap up and get out of here? No, I'm good. I'm straight still. And the update come through right now. Quite unlikely to play game five. So that might wrap it up for the clips. So might be a Bucks and, and Suns final. We, <laughs> we knew Kawhi was gone. So. Yeah, but I just got confirmation, fam. I have to update the fans, fam. That's what we're here for. It's a report, no? Anyways. Um, so, yeah, we'll talk to you guys next time. Um, it's a hard report. Make sure you like, comment, subscribe. Monday's 8 a.m. Until next time, take care.